global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. The sound of the closing bell of the New York Stock Exchange as we wrap up trading on this Thursday, June 9th. Folks from Army Week Association ringing closing bell. We're brought to you by... Anshin, Block, and Anshin, named the best accounting firm in North America for the sixth year in a row by Hedgeweek.com. S&P 500 index lower today, down two-tenths of one percent, dropping three points to 21.15, holding near a 10-month high as investors evaluate the gauge's run toward a record amid ongoing concerns about the impact of lackluster global growth. Equities did stage an afternoon rebound as raw material producers and banks trim losses, while defensive shares, including utilities and phone companies, rallied to offset those declines. The Dow down 19 points, down one-tenth of one percent to 17,985. NASDAQ down three-tenths of one percent, falling 16 points to 49.58. The 10-year up 7.30 seconds with a yield of 1.67 percent. Gold advanced 9.50 the ounce to 12.71, up eight-tenths of one percent. A person familiar with the matter says billionaire investor George Soros has become more involved in trading at his family office, concerned about the outlook for the global economy and the risk that large market shifts may be at hand. Don Steenbrugge is managing partner at Agecroft Partners. It's huge news because he hasn't really been active in managing money for a long time. He's one of the greatest hedge fund managers of all time. A lot of people respect what he has to say. It's also great that he's in his mid-80s and he's getting back involved. And according to a government filing, Soros Fund Management sold stocks and bought gold and shares of gold miners last quarter, anticipating weakness in various markets. As we mentioned, gold up today by 9.50 the ounce, advancing eight-tenths of 1%. Crude down 1.3%. It fell 67 cents, $50.56 a barrel. It is 4.02 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at the other stories from around the world. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. President Clinton today officially endorsed Hillary Clinton. In a video posted to Mrs. Clinton's Twitter account, the president said, quote, I don't think there's ever been someone so qualified to hold this office, end quote. White House Press Secretary Josh Earnest called Mrs. Clinton an important architect of many of the early policy decisions President Obama had to make. He chose to have Secretary Clinton by his side for the first four years of his presidency as he was making difficult decisions that had enormous consequences for the United States and uh, our citizens. Earlier, the president met with Senator Bernie Sanders, who's promising to stay in the race despite growing pressure for him to drop out. Muhammad Ali's battles outside the boxing ring are being remembered today. At a Muslim prayer service for Ali in his hometown of Louisville, Kentucky, the Reverend Jesse Jackson talked about how Ali fought prejudice. Illuminated the darkness of Louisville. Here's a guy with a gold medal, couldn't buy hamburger downtown. Here's a guy who rebelled against and treated horses better at the, at the track for young black children. An interfaith service for the 74-year-old Ali will take place in Louisville tomorrow. Manhattan apartment landlords are entering the prime leasing season, and they're boosting incentives to lure tenants. The surge of new supplies giving renters more choices and the chance to bargain. Deal sweeteners like a month of free rent or payment of broker fees were included in 13% of new leases in May. A report by appraiser Miller Samuel and brokerage Douglas Elman Real Estate says that's up from 1.6% from a year earlier. 
earlier. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Charlie? And we thank you. And to this late-breaking story, CNN is reporting that Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren will endorse Hillary Clinton tonight. Again, recapping a move lower for U.S. equities, S&P 500 index down 3 to 21.15, a drop there of two-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Palatin. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more. That name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Stocks dropping a little bit today, and when you look inside the S&P 500, you can see that, uh, yes, the, the market definitely tilted toward the downside, but not by a big, big margin. 209 companies saw their share prices close higher, 293 lower, 3 unchanged. So when you look beneath those numbers, what's really moving and shaking? Here to kick it off is our own stock editor, Dave Wilson. I'll tell you, one stock that was moving and shaking today is Jam Smucker. They were the one company in the S&P 500 that reported earnings before the opening bell. You know them for their jams and jellies, and they make peanut butter and coffee and a whole lot of other food products. Well, actually, the coffee business treated them well in their uh, latest quarter, their fiscal fourth quarter. Uh, they were able to pay lower prices for coffee beans, and that helped the company uh, report earnings and revenue. That beat analyst average estimates in a Bloomberg survey. Put that all together. Jam Smucker with a gain of almost 8%. It was the biggest for the stock in about seven years. And Smucker shares traded at a record today. I was thinking coffee when I think of Jam Smucker now. Not just peanut butter, but coffee. Very big coffee business. Let me tell you about the shares of Apple. Higher today by three quarters of a percent. Apple shares uh, closing at $99.65. Uh, store updates at Apple. This has to do with the App Store, not the retail store. The App Store has 1.9 million applications. So when you click that button, there's a potential you can end up with nearly 2 million applications. And that's been an issue because something like the top 1% of all the publishers collect 94% of the nearly $1.5 billion revenue. Well... Apple's looking to change that, and they're going to be rolling out some new features to let developers promote their applications through search results. And just as a note, Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference begins in San Francisco on Monday. That's the 13th and runs until the 17th. We will, of course, have top live blog and real-time coverage. Shares of Apple up three-quarters of a percent today. How do you feel about LinkedIn? Well, if you are a part of a survey done by Mark Mahaney over at RBC Capital Markets, you probably said you feel pretty good. Mark does this regularly. He surveyed 290 recruiting professionals in the U.S., found that 45% of LinkedIn customers plan to increase their spending on LinkedIn over the next 12 months. He found 78% of customers describe themselves as completely or extremely or very satisfied. And as a result, he has uh, upgraded his call on the stock from sector performed to outperform, raised his price target to a bullish 
$160 per share. Uh, LinkedIn, even though there are some analysts who still doubt its prospects, closing up 2% today at $136 and change, Dave. This was not a day to be in the home furnishings retailing business. And it's all Restoration Hardware's fault. You know, they came out with an unexpected loss for the fiscal first quarter, forecast for their second quarter and full year, year failed to meet analyst estimates and, and, and restoration hardware with a loss of more than 21% in today's trading. And the stocks they took down, Bed Bath and Beyond down 3.4%, Williams Sonoma down 5.5%, Pier 1 down 8%. So not a good day for that industry in light of restoration hardware's earnings. Activision Blizzard, uh, up more than 1% today. Uh, the announcement that the launch of Destiny Rise of Iron will be on September the 20th. It'll be available for PlayStation 4 systems as well as Xbox One. Uh, also, taking a look at Activision, just to note, uh, if you're in California next week or interested to be so, June 14th at the L.A. Convention Center will be the 2016 Electronic Entertainment Expo and Activision We'll be showcasing Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare, Destiny, Rise of Iron, and Skylanders. Yahoo up today by about 1% to $37.35 a share. CNBC reporting that Yahoo's core business value might be worth much more than what others have expected. Apparently, here uh, they're reporting on multiple bids in excess of $5 billion as part of the now-closed second round of bidding. And of course, early, early this week, the Wall Street Journal reported that Verizon, always seen as the most likely buyer for Yahoo's core business throughout this sales process, had bid just $3 billion for Yahoo. Yahoo's core web assets, Pim. Thank you very much, Art. It's time now for the Volatility Index Report. It's brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. The VIX higher today by about 3.5%, up 0.49, settling at 14 Now, despite today's move higher, this so-called fear index has downshifted in recent weeks after a moderate rise in mid-May. Short-term momentum indicators suggest continued weakness for the VIX, as well as those short-term ETNs with long positions on the volatility index. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, Hi, Uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! $49 million share sale and a stock price that fell today. Tell us about Tesco, Dave. Absolutely. You know, Kathleen, the meaning of the name Tesco depends on which side of the Atlantic you're on. Pim's nodding his head in agreement. He's been in the U.K. He knows that Tesco's among the country's largest grocery chains. And by the way, Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway had a stake in that company, at least for a while. Now, the U.S. Tesco rents oil field equipment. It's based in Houston. The company's been publicly traded since at least 1996. It's listed under the ticker T-E-S-O. That's Tesco without the C. Now, Tesco's share price tends to track the up and down of oil prices. A month ago, though, they went their separate ways after the company's fiscal third quarter results were disappointing. The stock dropped as much as 15% in the days after the numbers came out. Now, even so, Tesco raised that $49 million yesterday by selling the equivalent of a 15% stake. The sale price was 11% less than yesterday's close. And the stock couldn't make up the gap in today's trading. In fact, it closed almost exactly at the price at which the share sale took place, $7. 
Stock closed at 704. That works out to a loss of almost 11%. Biggest since January of last year. Thank you very much, Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commerce. Go ahead. You can send him an email at dwilson at bloomberg.net. Sign up for his daily free email newsletter. It will help make you a smarter investor. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by New York Community Bank. Ask about their My Community Interest checking with free New York Community Bank online and mobile banking. Earn more, get more. Visit mynycb.com for details.